0: toplessrobot.com presents
1: Previously on Cosmic Love Uh-oh. No, 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 no. Not uh-oh. We don't have time for that.
2: Yo! Yo! Another torture break?
0: Chill. Dr. Hans Fry is certified in all of the complicated and repulsive inner workings of the lady. And listen to my radio program every Tuesday and Wednesday. The underground leadership has decided that this rescue mission is now our highest priority. We're all listening. This is your moment to shine.
1: My moment to prove that I've been a loyal resistor of the government all along. Do you not know that Chip Chetford
2: Braddingly is an
1: android? Can't you at least suspend his programming for now and only activate his lower-level functions?
2: Hi, I'm Chip Chetford Braddingly.
0: The loyal citizen sings this song. Jude Blark, He's smart.
1: Who is this? How did you hear me singing that song that was broadcast on an encrypted channel? Nobody in the station should have heard that. What's going on?
0: The president is never wrong, and he's really not gay.
1: <laughs> Wait, I recognize that voice. Hands-free, is that you?
0: My name is Ons Fry. You know my name is Ons
1: Hands-free, health for ladies. How you doing? Make any women feel shame about their bodies today?
0: Two. Before the breakfast first.
1: Wait. How did you hear that song? How did you hear our broadcast? This is supposed to be on an encrypted channel going out only to the underground base.
0: Your brain friends are not the only fans who know how to hack their computers. It is not so difficult if one is not a dum That is... extremely bad. So, how much have you heard? Everything? Enough. But do not fear... I have not reported you to the authorities. Yet.
1: Okay. So, what is it that you want, then? Obviously, I'm willing to do pretty much anything to keep this mission on track.
0: I have a proposition for you. You hold an unfortunate amount of influence over the young and impressionable ladies who visit this station. I will not report any of the details of your little rescue mission if you agree to co-host my radio program.
1: You want me to co host Hands Free Health for Ladies? Sorry. Hands Fry Health for Ladies?
0: I have no love for the government or President Block. They are all hypocrites of the highest order. They speak their family values from one side of their mouth and they spend their fortunes in their dirty house. Dirty house? Oh, you mean Madame
1: Alexandra's house of excitement? Or Lady Sandy's getting to know your parlor, whatever.
0: I do not care what dirty secrets you reveal about the president or his officers. It is nothing more than they deserve. What I care about is the unborn lives and the purity of the female form. You mean
1: controlling women's bodies.
0: I would not think it wise to insult the man who is blackmailing you, yeah?
1: Yeah, sorry.
0: You are clearly willing to compromise your integrity. You co-hosted a freedom and family values lock and spear for two years and said you love President Block many times on the air. All I ask is that you close the House of Dirty and you join me in telling my listeners that the parties are dirty and they need to be supervised.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to tell women that.
0: Then you can say, or feed us then to your little rescue operation. Perhaps you should ask the Colonel Lizardman. He did say that the rescue is the highest priority, did he not? Unfort for your little friend say when she hears you do not wish to rescue her precious brother? We'll find a way. I know it is difficult because of your ovaries, but... Try to think of this rationally. You want to help the underground, yeah? You want to destroy the president and prove that they are murdering people, destroying planets, imprisoning the gays and the lovable weirdos?
1: But why me? Why do you want me on the show so bad?
0: You have great influence on the younger and more vulnerable ladies in the quadrant. The ladies who need guidance. The ladies who are on the edge of falling. Perhaps we can find a way to speak to them that is acceptable to both of us.
1: I doubt we're going to find common ground, Hans.
0: Well, you have one hour to make a decision. You can be a hero to the rebellion, a hero to the child who is locked up, a hero to the galaxy when you broadcast all of the dirty dealings of the president. and you can continue to be a radio host. It seems to Hans the choice is clear. This is your home, a recording studio in this fair talking to the people who visit. This is where you belong. Call me in one hour with your decision.
1: Eddie? Eddie, come out here, please. Hey, what's up? Come here. I think I
2: need a hug. Everything chill?
1: Just hug me, please.
2: Of course, dude. Get in here. (laughs) So, what's up, bruh?
1: Man got you down. What would you say if I told you that someone's going to report our rescue mission to the station authorities? Uh, I'd say that it is bad. Okay. Okay. And what if I told you that I could stop that person from reporting us and we could safely rescue you? Except, I'd have to abandon my principles and everything I believe in. That also sounds bad. But maybe he's right. Maybe it's not so different from the Freedom and Family Values Hour. <laughs> then again, I shouldn't have been doing that show in the first place, right? Colonel Ricard told me this rescue was the Underground's priority. He knows the resistance better than me. I should listen to his orders if I want to help in the helpiest way possible. I just got back in the good graces of the rebellion. Of my friends. I don't want to lose them again. And I want to rescue you, honey. I don't want to leave you to be tortured and executed. Not being executed would be read. But if it means I have to speak the opposite of my truth... If I have to make young, impressionable women feel bad about their bodies, to put all of my employees at the House of Excitement out of work, to imply that sex is shameful and everything I believe in has been a lie, even if it's for the greater good. It's your life, darling. Tell me. Tell me what I should do. I don't know. Eat a waffle? Oh, Eddie... I fear this is one conundrum that can't be solved by breakfast food. No offense, kiddo, but I wish your sister was here. She'd tell me what to do.
2: Oh, yeah, she's way smarter than me. That's why we hack together so good. On the echo chamber, I amplify her signals.
1: Huh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Right now, though, I don't need an echo chamber. I need
2: guidance. Sounds heavy.
1: Ooh, uh, oh no! Look out! There's a six-headed spider! Sick! Where? No, not... Uh, not sick, Eddie! Scary! Swap back with
2: your sister, Scary! Sorry, I ate one of those pills. I'm feeling hella chill. You ate one of Doug's pills? You looked so pretty.
1: <sighs> okay, I guess this one's all on me.
2: Hey, isn't that light the call from the underground light?
1: Yeah, but it's probably just the colonel again, telling me to suck it up and co-host with hands-free so we can rescue you. I really don't want to let them down, Edderson's. I want to be on the team. I want to fight the bad guys. I want to be part of the family. And I don't want to let you and Eddie down. She came to me for help. I can't just abandon you guys. And I hate it, but he's not wrong about me needing to host a show. If I'm not on the radio... I don't know who I am. I wrote a song about how much I love President Blark. Would you like to hear it? I think I know what I have to do. Hans, I've made a decision, but I need to talk to you about it. The talk? No, I want to talk about it in person. Will you come down to my studio?
0: So you can ensnare me in a booby trap, I think not.
1: No traps, no tricks. I just want to talk. And I want to be able to look you in your eyes, soul to soul.
0: So it is a yes, then?
1: Please just come down to Deck 19 so we can talk. I need you to trust me.
0: Fine, but no funny business.
1: No funny business.
0: Hello and guten Tag, fellow employees of Approved Recreation Sphere 7. It is me, your best good buddy, Hans Frey, and I am here to tell you about a very important measure that needs your support. Many positive changes have occurred in this sphere since the galactic government has assumed control of the station. But I regret to say we have many kilometers to go. In particular, I am concerned about the liquor which is consumed at an alarming rate by male and female alike. It is perhaps a private moral failing for the men, but for the women... It is nothing less than a public health crisis. It is well-known science that even a small amount of the liquor can be very damaging to the unborn child. A woman may not yet know she has a life within her when she fills her body with a cosmic cocktail or other poison, doing irreparable harm to her precious fetus. I am therefore proud to introduce Bill 91 to the Galactic Senate, which will outlaw any consumption of alcohol for all women residing on or visiting approved Recreation Sphere 7. Please call your senators to express your support of this bill. Someone must think of the
3: children.
2: Coming! Eddie,
1: you stay hidden behind that bondage table. Don't get bored and wander away. (sighs) Okay. Here we go. Hans, welcome! Ignore the um, whips and vibrators and such. I know it's not really your brand.
0: I should warn you, I have my mobile transmission device. Any funny stuff? and I will call station security at once.
1: Thanks for the warning, but it shouldn't be necessary. Please come in, have a seat. I've thought through your proposition, and... Well, it, it was a lot to think about. As you said, this rescue mission is the number one priority of the Resistance, and I owe it to the Eddies to finish what we started.
0: Excellent. So you will co host the show. You have done the right thing. We will change many lives.
1: I'm sure we will.
0: Shake on it? I typically prefer not to touch a woman directly, but... Okay. Just this once. What? What is this?
1: Handcuffs. Shoot him, Eddie. (laughs) Scheiße!
0: Who's hands-free now? Stop it! There is no point. I wore my anti-proton repellent jacket. You said no funny stuff.
1: And you said you'd trust me. That's enough, Eddie. It's not going
0: to work. Attention station security. No! The no, traitor no, no, no. is Lady no. Sandra. No, Repeat, the traitor assisting the prison okay, okay break is Lady yay, Sandra la, 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 of the Freedom to Family Values la, la, Hour.
1: My name is Madam Alexandra
2: Yay! Sick punch.
1: No, no, no. Not yay. We have a whole new problem now. Into the panic room. The entrance is hidden. Security shouldn't be able to find us. Grab Chip and the box with Doug and the weasels. I'll drag our handcuffed hands free in there so we can't give them any more info. And I'll grab the comm set, too, so we can stay in contact with the underground. We have seconds before they get here. Go.
2: Go, 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 go!
1: So... That could have gone better. What's wrong with you? It's like,
2: real small in here.
1: Yeah, it's a panic room, not a deluxe suite. Small
2: spaces kinda
1: wig me out. Wait, are you claustrophobic?
2: Um, yeah, I think. Is that
1: when small spaces wig you out? It is. Oh, honey, I don't want to send you back, but I need your sister's help. Give in to the fear, babe. Give in to it for the greater good. This place is so small, and you're never going to get out, and the walls are closing in.
2: You're going to rescue me, right?
1: We so are. It's going to be super tight, I promise.
2: Tight? Tight, tight, tight? That's it? You've got it? That was an extended torture vacation. I was not into that. And his body is getting pretty messed up. We have to do this soon. Oh! Whoa! Oh! Hugs, okay? <laughs> Hi, good to see you too. Hi, I'm Chip Chetford Brattingly. Hey, Chip. So, um, who's this unconscious dude in handcuffs? And where are we?
1: Yeah, few updates. We are in my secret panic room because station security now knows that I'm the one behind the rescue operation. The dude in the handcuffs is a creepy woman-hating Nazi who tried to blackmail me into co-hosting his creepy woman-hating show. I wanted to talk to you about it. I wanted to get your input, but you weren't here, and I didn't know what to do, and I swear rescuing your brother is my number one priority. It really is, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't be a voice for propaganda anymore. I'm so sorry I complicated the rescue mission. Please don't hate me.
2: Okay, that was a lot, but if I understood your babbling and... The choice was between being a voice for evil and complicating our rescue. Then you did the right thing. Wait, really? Yeah, obviously. Stand behind what you believe in. You know I hate hypocrites almost as much as I hate squirrels. Wow.
1: That is such a relief. It does still complicate our mission, though. Every security officer on this entire station is going to be looking for me. They shouldn't find us in here, but I'm sure they'll station some guards outside my studio, which will make it tricky to, you know, leave. I think we're going to need some help. Got any suggestions? Actually, I do. Chip? Hi, I'm Chip chetford Bradingley. Good news, honey.
2: I think it's time to expand your vocabulary. Eddie, how long would it take to bring his brain back? Not very long, but I don't think the esteemed host of the Freedom and Family Values Hour is going to help us. Well, he definitely won't if we don't give him the chance.
1: Here's what I'm thinking. I want his personality back in all of its ridiculous, sentimental glory. And I want his free will chip to be reactivated. But I want all of his incorrect data erased— all the bullshit facts they programmed into him, like beta species are responsible for all violent crime, and there's only two genders, and definitely dial down his love for President Blark. Maybe give him some real data on what the government's been doing.
2: Sure. Easy peasy. Really? No! You're asking for something that should be done by a full programming team over the course of, like, weeks. Good thing you're the best hacker in the galaxy. You do know that a hacker and a programmer are different things, right?
1: I have faith in you. Look at me. You're amazing. You're brilliant. You've already survived so much. Do it for Eddie. Do it to avenge your people. (sighs) Okay. I'll try. You're gonna rock it. Meanwhile, my line to the underground has been ringing off the hook. They're probably pissed I said no to hands-free. I'm going to need to deal with this sooner or later. You work on
2: Chip while I take this call. Copy that. All right, Chip. Get over here. Let's see if there's a good guy buried somewhere in there.
1: Hi, I'm Chip (sighs) Chetford-Brattingly.
2: Okay, okay,
1: okay, okay. I did the right thing. I followed my beliefs. We're still going to rescue Eddie. I'm still part of the family. I got this. (laughs) Hello, you've reached Cosmic Love with Madame Alexandra.
3: Hi, Alexandra. thanks for taking my call. I'm reaching out on behalf of a small but passionate group of rebels who want to thank you for everything you're doing.
1: Oh, well that's lovely. It's always nice to hear from a fan.
3: No matter what the colonel says, we're glad you didn't host that show. You did the right thing. If we meet evil halfway, that just makes us half evil. Well,
1: thank you, caller. That really means a lot. What's your name, Peaches?
3: I'd rather not reveal my identity. Now that your mission is a top priority, being proud that you punched out Hans Fry isn't exactly a popular opinion.
1: That's just fine. Let's call you Mr. Sweet Peaches. I truly appreciate your words of support, Mr. Peaches. Is there anything I can do for you? Do you have any love problems I can help you with?
3: (laughs) Actually, yeah. So, believe it or not, there's a thriving kink scene here in the underground. I guess having a bunch of people together who were actively rebelling against the mainstream and also in constant danger, it was sort of inevitable.
1: Plus, most of you are there because of traumatic experiences at the hands of the government, and I've talked to so many people who use kinky play as a way to reclaim power over that trauma, to be in control of it.
3: Interesting. That's actually super relevant to my question. So... I don't want to reveal my race because that could clue my superiors into my identity, but basically, my people were slaves only a few generations ago. And a huge group of the people we were slaves to are also part of the rebellion. It's fine, they're perfectly nice people. They didn't personally enslave my family, they weren't even born yet. But that kind of history doesn't just change overnight, and with the shit the government's been doing to beta species lately, that stuff's always right up here at the front of my brain, you know? So, when I showed up to a kinky service party the other night, and one of them greeted me in a slave collar and said, Hello sir, may I take your coat, may I offer you a drink or a foot massage? I have to admit there was a certain thrill in being the master to someone whose grandparents owned my grandparents. But then I suddenly felt super uncomfortable with the whole thing. Was I using sex to get some kind of racial justice? Was that fair to the sub who was offering me the drink and the massage? And thinking about it later, I don't think I would have been comfortable with someone of my own race doing the same thing. Does that mean I shouldn't have been doing it at all?
1: These are all fascinating questions, Mr. Peaches. And before I answer, I want to say that as someone who has racial privilege, I can't truly understand your situation. And if any of this sounds off-base, please disregard. I want to help, but I don't want to pretend I have all the answers. So... The first thing I want to tell you is to cut yourself a little slack. We're all living in horrifying times, and your brain is doing its very best to cope. It's completely understandable that a history of racial inequality would have an effect on your sexuality, particularly in a kink that involves power dynamics. There's a lot of things we explore with kinks, but I think a big part of it is the thrill of reversing our everyday dynamics. Hence why so many people who are powerhouses in their normal lives, like CEOs and generals, enjoy being subs. That's submissive for folks who aren't up on the lingo. So if everyone at the party was into it, if your sub was fully consenting, I'd say just sit back and enjoy it. Obviously make sure that you handle these feelings professionally and compassionately in your everyday non-kink life, but when the lights turn low and the chains come out. Encourage yourself to feel whatever you're feeling, as strongly as you want to feel it. Maybe it'll even help you process some things and feel better in the day-to-day. And if you find the whole thing just wigs you out too much, that's okay too. Find a different kink. Find a different partner. The galaxy is big enough for all of us. Does that make sense? Does that help?
3: That was great. Thanks. I'll think about that. Thanks for not judging.
1: Oh, I wouldn't dream of it, honey. Thanks again for the words of support. I swear to you and to everyone in the Underground, we will still rescue Eddie. I know you
3: will. We're all rooting for you.
1: Thanks, Peaches. And thanks for your call. Okay, Eddie. Please tell me that
2: Chip is alive, awake, alert, enthusiastic. I'm just finishing him up now. There was no time to custom-choose a whole set of new data to feed him, so I just uploaded everything in the Galactic Library of Congress that had the tag Marginalized Author.
1: Smart. See, I told you you could handle this. Yeah, don't congratulate me yet. This could still go horribly wrong. Well, only one way to tell. Let's power him up and see what happens. Okay,
2: here goes nothing. (laughs) chip
1: chip honey you awake how you feeling
3: cosmic love was written directed and edited by me amy Thorstenson. mad maxandra was played by katie self chip was played by chad Eshman, and eddie was played by katie polensky Thanks for listening and be good out there.